judge reinstates gag order in what? Trump federal election case. Welcome back to What's Going On in the World. It is November 3rd, Friday, 2023. I'm here with Sarah Siles. And I'm Tommy Hausman. And Sarah is going to talk about what's going on in Ukraine. The Ukraine versus Russia war is still going on, and it is approaching the second winter of the war. Ukraine's army, which is much smaller and has fewer weapons than Russia's, is getting exhausted. Battles are still going on in Bagmut, Adivka, and Velika Novosilka. It is predicted that Ukraine's ammunition will soon be running low, and it has speculated that Russia is receiving ammunition from North Korea. Despite this, Ukraine is trying to take down Russia's air defense, aircrafts, and naval ships. Russia is using drones and missiles to take down Ukraine's army. Meanwhile, back home, the GOP-backed bill left Ukraine out of the aid package completely. And instead, they lowered the price asked by Biden to $14 million in aid towards Israel. But in the same bill, they wanted to cut a massive amount of money to the IRS, which would drastically harm their ability to do audits on billionaires and millionaires like they have been able to do in the past, and people would be able to get away with not paying their taxes. Since we started funding the IRS, we have significantly increased revenue. Speaking of aid to Israel, the conflict between Israel and Hamas continued to persist. Israel continues to fight to kill Hamas and has released its second phase against Gaza. Again, Israel told the civilians in Gaza to evacuate to the north of the Gaza Strip. They still plan to kill the people involved in Hamas and to return those being held hostage. One of Hamas's aerial wings, Assem Abu Rakaba, has been killed. Some of the Western countries are starting to question their support for Israel as the death toll of the Gaza Strip's civilians increases. Last Friday night, Israeli, Israeli troops started to target tunnels under Gaza as well. On Saturday, Hamas said that they and Israel had been about to reach an agreement, but it fell through. Qatar also continues to try to be a mediator between the two countries. Gazans continue to be short on food, water, fuel, medicine, and shelters have been destroyed. They also do not have good communication with the outside world. Israel has once again ignored the call for humanitarian pause. The United States, Egypt, and Qatar continue to work towards getting people safely through the Rafah crossing and into Egypt. From Friday to Sunday, Gazans experienced a blackout and had no idea who had died until service was returned on Sunday. Israel neither confirmed nor denied if they caused the blackout. Elon Musk has offered to let Gazans use his satellite network to communicate with internally recognized aid organizations. The communication minister of Israel has said that Israel will fight this. I think this newish technology is interesting and is going to change the way that war works. This is only the second time we are seeing this change. In the past, for example, in World War II, the war was country versus country. Which countries are on what side? But with people having the money and technology to intervene in war by providing their own personal technology, 
I think this is going to change war. A country can support one side of the war, but a person from that same country is able to physically support and to provide aid to the other side. War isn't just country versus country anymore. Individual people have to be factored into a war. I think uh, I, I agree with you on that, and I think we are already seeing that in the Ukraine uh, versus Russia war as well with the oligarchs of Russia. Now for news about the U.S. economy. The United States' economy is starting to slow after the period of growth. The economy is still continuing to do better than expected, though, and economists are wondering if they should try to control the potential inflation. The United Auto Workers' strike has contributed to this slow in the economy, along with a small wage increase. The unemployment rate did rise to 3.9%, and fewer new jobs were put in place than was predicted. The Federal Reserve decided not to raise interest rates for this cycle. They still continue to monitor the economy in case they need to slow deceleration in the economy and prevent a recession in the next quarter. The rise to 3.9% is still pretty insignificant because we are still really, really, that's still a really low unemployment rate. And if the feds are going to consider doing something later, I think probably what they'll do is consider raising interest rates again in the next quarter. I hope not, but that's probably what they'll do. For more news about money, FTX, a company that bought and sold cryptocurrency, filed for bankruptcy in November of 2022. Sam Bakeman fried was one of the co-founders of this company and was accused of stealing money from customers. He argued that two counts were fraud and five were conspiracies. Yesterday, the Manhattan federal court declared him guilty on all seven counts in which he took a total of around $8 billion from customers. Apparently, these customers lost hundreds of thousands of dollars each, and none of them have been reimbursed or compensated in any way so far. Back to politics, a judge reinstated a gag order on former President Donald Trump, which means that he cannot speak to counsel or potential witnesses about the case he will be tried for. This way, he cannot convince them to side with him unfairly. His gag order had been lifted on October 20th, but put back in place on Sunday evening. Trump argued with this by saying that this is taking away his freedom of speech given to him by the First Amendment. He blamed the Biden administration for this. Currently, Trump has four cases against him, including trying to illegally corrupt the 2020 presidential election results. While facing these charges, he is still promoting himself for president in 2024. Former Vice President Mike Pence dropped out of the 2024 presidential election. Last Saturday, Pence gave a speech announcing this, but he did not mention endorsing a different Republican candidate. Later that day, when Trump gave a speech and mentioned that Pence should endorse him, no response was given from Pence. DeSantis later posted that Pence was a principled man of faith, but Pence has not confirmed endorsing DeSantis either. Currently, Trump is still in the lead for the Republican Party's nomination. On the other side of the world, in September, there was an outbreak in India of the Nipah virus, a virus spread from animals to humans. The spread was quickly controlled and stopped, but six people were infected and two people died. Now the World Health Organization, governments, and other international global health leaders are called on to plan better ways to control outbreaks such as these. On October 16th, the World Health Organization created a new draft of a plan to control outbreak spillovers. The World Health Organization plans to meet in Geneva on November 6th to plan better ways to control the outbreaks of viruses. 
The Biden administration has given $450 million to the World Bank Pandemic Fund and plans to give $250 million more to help low-income countries better control outbreaks. I think this is money well spent. The last thing the world needs is another outbreak of a pandemic. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. Tune in next week for another episode of What's, What's going, going On in the World. Israel launches Gaza war's second phase. Round operations. Netanyahu says, "What's going on in the world?" world?